welcome to this week's episode of the Coach's Corner, which is a new Facebook Live segment of my podcast I'm doing. Make it a little more interactive, but to give you my takes on things in the running world as a running coach. My tips, my tricks, my advice. Now, today, being in May, being Mental Health Awareness Month, I want to talk a little bit more about my struggles running with anxiety, about how as a coach, I'm going to deal with a runner with anxiety. And ultimately, I just want to share a little bit of my story. So if you've missed me talking about this in the past, go back through some of my old videos. Um, I talked about them a little bit on Instagram today, but you can find them here on Facebook and on YouTube. Uh, I have a couple of my A Day in Life videos where I talk about just dealing with anxiety on a daily basis, as well as a really good podcast I did with Claire last year called mental health and student athletes um that's on my youtube that is probably my most popular video so far but i really like it because i got kind of deep in it and opened up opened up so anyway now that intro is out of the way um i just want to talk a little bit more about how what we need to do as athletes and what i need to do as a coach in regards to running with anxiety so let's start from the beginning so not necessarily getting into my story with anxiety and everything, but as well as how it affected my running. So in high school and early in college, I developed a reputation as someone who took workouts off, who took races off. Um, And looking back on this now, it's because I was so anxious and so pent up about racing well, about working out well, that ultimately I shut myself down and checked out. And whereas mentally, or as from the outside looking in, it looked like I was putting in no effort and I was just out there jagging long. But really, inside my brain, it was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do would be to finish that race or even get as far as I did get. But I wasn't vocalizing it. Um, I was just acting like everything was okay and it was a training problem. And uh, I think early on in my career, my coaches weren't really equipped with uh dealing with it now my high school coach was great coach banty was awesome he was a real mentor in my life but and that too as a high schooler justin wasn't really in the position to really know what was going on um i had no idea that what i struggled with on a weekly daily basis was anxiety um and i thought that i really could be a lot better and that if i worked hard if i worked hard every day eventually those races and those workouts would come through and sometimes they did sometimes they didn't but when i got to college and as a fledgling distance runner at a small d3 school who didn't really know yet if this is what he wanted to do i had a coach that really was not receptive to what was going on um he would often really play off what i was going through and i really couldn't explain it i didn't have the words to put to it yet. Um, that would come later in college with some other coaches I had who, and as I talked in earlier videos with kind of my struggles with school and everything. Um, but I didn't know what was going on. But there's one workout in particular where I remember it vividly, vividly. It was a Hills workout in Forest Park where he told me to stop being a pussy and to just run hard. And like that was a workout where I was just struggling hard and i had already run pretty well you know it wasn't a bad workout but as soon as he said that to me i was like am i like do i not have it in me am i not working hard enough 
So as a distance runner, as somebody who really prided himself on running 60 to 70 miles a week, like the concept of not working hard wasn't really something that was real to me. That was a foreign thing. Like I worked my ass off. So for me, I was already putting the effort. And for him saying that, that really just like shut me down. It probably did the opposite of what he wanted to do. But it's as a coach, recognizing that some athletes mentally are going to be you're not going to be able to yell at them to get them to run faster. In fact, yelling at them oftentimes gets them the opposite result of what you're looking for. And that could be either a temperament aspect or a mental health aspect. Somebody who is struggling with race anxiety, struggling with anxiety in general, is not going to respond to you telling them to, quote, stop being a pussy and run harder. They're just not going to respond to that. And if anything, it's going to, one, lose respect to that runner, um, and two, you're not going to get what you want to get out of them. And as someone who my freshman year of college, I really like that was probably one of my, especially in running, probably my worst spell of anxiety and like not performing well in workouts and not performing well in races, having like glimmers of hope and glimmers of running well, but really just not knowing my place yet. And later as I got into college, that's when I had come to grips with kind of what was going on and I learned how to deal with it better and I learned how to talk about it better which is the main issue is just learning how to talk about anxiety learning the words to use learning how to put actual descriptions to the feelings that you're getting inside because as it turns out I've been anxious my whole life as a kid I would often not sleep because I was worried about if I was going to get abducted by aliens or if the volcano under Yellowstone was going to erupt and cover half the country in dust. And those were things that I'd stay up all night worrying about. And I would be dead tired in the mornings and I would not do well in school because I was always tired because I was always anxious about if we were all going to die from a cataclysmic event. Looking back on that now, I know that I was just an anxious kid. I worried about things I didn't need to be worrying about. I worried about small things I did in my daily life that I thought was going to impact me greatly. Something that I still do now. But now I've gotten better with dealing with it and knowing that I have exercises to push that away, to know that a lot of the small things I do in my daily life, one, either people haven't noticed it or it's not a big of a deal as I think it is. Um, but as a runner, I know that when I'm in that anxious state, like I was this morning and like I usually am before I have things to do out of my comfort zone, that I'm not going to work out well. So I made a post on Instagram today about the shakeout and shakeout runs. And I use those a lot, mainly for workouts, because if I'm feeling tight and I'm feeling wound up, shakeouts help me relax and help me get into workout mode for an evening workout. But I also use them when I'm feeling super anxious, because one thing that it does is that run, that light run with some strides at the end, helps me kind of clear my mind, helps me run off some of that nervous energy. But ultimately it just calms me down and that's for me to work out well i need to be not anxious i need to be calm i need to be cool i need to be collected and it's kind of as a coach for me it's recognizing what state my runners need to be in to be able to succeed so my coaches in college eventually figured out that i needed to be the opposite of psyched up in order to race well and run well and sometimes they could help with that and sometimes there's nothing they could do because i was too much in my head for anyone other than myself to 
calm down. Um, so as a coach, you need to realize and you need to give your runner mental cues to be able to deal with it. So one thing that Coach Kelly did in college with me was start to give me um, uncertainty workout, uncertainty workouts, which was basically not knowing what the workout is and be able to kind of uh, be okay with that, right? To not know what's coming for you next, because I'd often obsess with workouts for weeks ahead of time because I wanted to run well at them. Um, so the uncertainty worked out, workout, uncertainty workout that I can't say today, is essentially not knowing what the workout is going to be exactly. Knowing what you're going to accomplish in the workout, but not knowing the paces and the length of the repeat and everything that you would need to know in a workout to be able to do it until the minutes before you go ahead and run it. That gives you no time to mentally freak out about it and only gives you time to realize the times you need to hit and the laps you need to run, go out and do it. And I probably had some of the best workouts in my life because when the expectations are low and I'm calm, cool, and collected, that's when I run well. And it's recognizing your runner's mental state, recognizing how to give them the tools to be able to work with it. Um, and it's one of those things that, you know, I'm not a therapist, coaches aren't therapists, but coaches are definitely in the lives of their runners and are able to point them in the right direction that without, I know me, without coaches, I wouldn't have had that extra push to go see somebody to talk about things I was going through. Um, so ultimately, we sometimes need to have that extra push, but know also that we can't get through this ourselves. We need that outside help. And ultimately, opening up, talking about what you're going through, and getting some steps, getting some exercises, some practices to get better. As long as we're working towards getting better, we can have setbacks. We're not, we're not going to work out completely fine 100% of the time. But as long as you're making little steps every day, incrementally moving forward, that's when we know it's a successful plan. And little steps over time, incremental success over time. That's what we want. So anyway, this is going to wrap up this Coach's Corner segment. Thank you guys for watching. If you want to hear more, 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 more.